0: You're listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news
1: and noise of the National Football League.
2: Subscribe now to join the huddle. So, Corey, you're saying that Kyle Van Noy was your least favorite Free agent acquisition, is That's that
1: correct? That's what I'm
2: saying, yeah. Welcome back to the huddle, Corey. Welcome back, Corey. I'm Tony. Daniel's here, too. Welcome back, Daniel. Corey, why, why, what?
1: The, Kyle Noy just seems like the most average NFL player. Like, I mean, I don't know his history. I don't know where he was before the Patriots. He just seems like the kind of guy who's just completely average the Patriots kept him around because he knew the playbook, he knew what to do, and then he shows up in a Super Bowl and all of a sudden everybody knows his name. I mean, I don't even know, is he it says linebacker. Is he a pass rusher? Because I know he had some sacks in that Super Bowl. But, I mean, in the NFL he's not recognized as a great pass rusher. I don't know what the guy does. I don't – he just, to me, seems like a very average player with a big name and he got four years, 51 million. I mean that's almost fifteen million a year to do what is he a pass rusher? I don't know. So I I feel like the Dolphins are just bringing all these guys in. I mean I recognize every one of these guys: Kyle Van Noy, Byron Jones, Shaq Lawson, Eric Flowers, Emmanuel Ogba, Jordan Howard. I know every single one of these guys. They spent a shit ton of money, a shit ton of money, but it's not going to work. It just that's not how things work. Free agents aren't the way to go. You're going to these guys in. The team's still not going to be that great. I mean, who's your quarterback? It's just not going to work. Van Noy's not worth four years, $51 million. It just doesn't make sense to me.
2: Well, here's the deal. They have spent a shit ton of money. $230 million have been spent. Daniel found that stat. Daniel, take over that part. I don't want to take all the credit. $230 million doubled the Lions. Yeah, I mean-
0: you see like every year, like the teams that are smart, the Colts, um, you know, they, they're known for laying back, you know, the Seahawks haven't even really made a move yet. Um, the Ravens are kind of even laying low uh, the Packers, those type of they when they wait for day two, day three, they wait for the draft. When you see teams go out and do this and blow money, like Corey's talking about, I mean, they have spent as much money as the second and third team combined. They have spent over a hundred million dollars more than any NFL team this offseason, and for what? You know, you're talking about overspending on these guys. You're absolutely right. Just because I think I think they're just desperate
2: to you know conjure up something. No, 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 I'm officially doing it right. No, 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 no. I'm officially boarding the Miami Dolphins hype train. Are you ready? Look at it. Stop it.
0: Oh god. Oh god.
2: Linebacker, <laughs> cornerback, defensive end, offensive tackle, defensive end. They're signing core pieces of a football team. They're not going out here spending crazy money on Philip Rivers or freaking Nick Foles. What in the world oh. is Chicago doing buying Nick Foles? Or what is What are the Raiders doing? By Marcus Mariota. I get it. I like those signings for different reasons. But when I look at the Dolphins, defense, 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 offensive line, defense, and a decent running back. For two years, $10 million, by the way. Jordan Howard's getting paid peanuts. When I look at that, and I consider the fact that the Dolphins still have four of the top 56 picks in the draft, the number five, the number 18, the number 26, That's three first-round picks. Come on, guys. The Dolphins were winning games they were supposed to lose while they were tanking. Let's open up your eyes here for a second and think that you might be disrespecting the Dolphins. They're spending the money, and I agree. Free agency is not typically the way to to build a franchise. I agree with that. But when you're supposed to be tanking and you're winning on accident, and you have three first-round picks, oh, and by the way, a second, and two seconds, I mean, come on, guys. We have to pay attention to the Dolphins. They're going to sneak up on us. I'm telling you right now. The AFC East is in turmoil. I'm telling you. Pay attention to the Dolphins.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're telling me, if you're asking me, are the Dolphins going to win more games than they did last year? Sure. I would say yes. But I'm going to transition right into mine. My worst free agent signing is Byron Jones (laughs) because I, It's just because of the contract, okay? They signed Xavier Howard last year, who I think is a much better corner than Byron Jones. They signed him to a $76 million deal, okay? Then you go out and get Byron Jones. Why wouldn't you have gone after Chris Harris for less money? I mean, you would now have $160 million wrapped up in two corners. I mean, you're talking about, you know, win now, win now, but it's about winning in two years, winning in three years. Can you sustain it with these with these deals that are, you know, four and five years long? Uh, Byron Jones is my least favorite because of the contract. He's now the richest corner in the league. I mean, yeah, he was good with Dallas, but he wasn't worthy of that. And, you know, you mentioned offensive tackle. The one piece they spent on tackle, Eric Flowers, he was so bad, he got cut two years ago. Just cut. He's a first-round pick. And they said, you know what, not worth it. We'll take the media scrutiny. You're gone
1: from the Giants. And he was that bad that he couldn't protect Eli. And to build on that, I mean, Shaq Lawson had a – oh, I'm sorry, never mind. Scratch that. I was thinking Shaq. Before. Okay.
0: Yeah, but Byron Jones uh, and Way and Eric Flowers, that's three free agents that they way overpaid for. I think Jordan Howard is their best free agent acquisition because you'd like what you said. I mean, that's a quality running back who's still young and is getting paid peanuts. Five million a year for a running back that could get 10 touchdowns this year. I mean, that's, that's great. That is a good signing. That's what you need to do in free agency. Not go out and spend $230 million and here we are on day two.
2: <laughs> it's going to be okay, Daniel. It's going to be fine.
1: It, it'll be okay. Nothing is forever. But it'll be maybe they'll be okay. I I was on the Dolphin train this year. I think they'll be fine. But I mean, Kyle Van Noy, man. I I just think you're paying an average player over ten million a year. For I mean, I just think it's ridiculous. I don't even know what Kyle Van Noy is.
0: Yeah, Corey. Um, I Kyle Van Noy. He was on the Lions uh, before the Patriots got him. And you know, talk about stats. You know, just being you know, like what you said, an average linebacker. That's exactly what he is. The guy at, at linebacker, okay, has never had a hundred tackles in a year. And so, what you'd say is, okay, well, then he rushes the passer a lot. He's not out, you know, tackling his whole entire career, which consists of seven seasons. He has seventeen sacks. I mean, you're talking about him his best year he had was in 18, which, like what you said, was the Super Bowl year when they when they went to the Super Bowl that year. But other than that, I mean, he, he is very average. And, you know, he's going to be 29 before the season starts. So, you know, you, you sign that guy to a four-year deal, he's going to be in his low 30s, mid-30s, by the time this deal is over. And I, I don't think you're... you're yeah, get I his, mean, return. people
1: always talk about the Patriots players go to because... You know, they have these big names around, but the Patriots know like Kyle Van Noy is only successful in their offense because he does exactly what they ask him to do. They know he's not going to be in the wrong spot. And in turn, it makes him s- successful. But you put him on a team like the Dolphins, who don't have as good of a coaching staff as the Patriots, he's going to get exposed. And it happens all the time. Jamie Collins, I believe, they let him go. He didn't play well and then they got him back and they had him super cheap and he did exactly what he did there before he go so
0: and now yeah. he's gone
1: again <laughs> yeah i mean they, they know what they are patriots know what they're doing
2: Corey, in the first half of the in the first episode the first installment we did a a question answer you know what was it i asked a question you answered it it was a draft that's what it was And you're up. You get to ask the question. It's a draft. Who was, what's the favorite, what's the best trade that's happened? So the best for any one team or the best for the league or the best for however you want to say it. Corey, you get to ask the trivia question. And the person who answers the trivia question correctly gets to take the first pick. Corey,
1: ask My trivia question. Who was the regular season passing leader in 2010?
0: I, I don't, it's not Tom Brady or Drew Brees. Phillip Rivers.
1: Yep. Daniel, who or who is your favorite trade so far of the offseason? Uh, I think
0: my my favorite trade there's a couple there's a couple here that are that are really good that's hard to choose from. Um I think I like the the Hayden Hurst trade from the Ravens I may be partial but the Ravens take Hayden Hurst last year two years ago in the draft and then they draft Mark Andrews later in the draft Mark Andrews becomes the tight end that they feature in their passing game we know his name from this year obviously Um, made a huge ascent with Lamar Jackson huge part of that offense Hayden Hurst fell by the wayside Heck there it may have even been weeks that he was the tight end three. Well, they just went ahead and split that for a second-round pick this year for Atlanta because they lost Austin Hooper to Cleveland in free agency. So Ravens trade someone they didn't need anymore for sure because their tight end room is full still. And they give up their fourth-round compensatory pick that they earned They didn't even have three weeks ago. So they give up their fourth that they didn't have in Hayden Hurst and they get a 2020 second and fifth round pick. I love that.
2: Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to interrupt right now. What I love, my favorite, my favorite trade was DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals for David Johnson and a second, because I'm telling you what. The second that trade went across my Twitter, there was no doubt in my mind that I can be an NFL GM if I want to. <laughs> no doubt in my mind. I can't read a playbook. I'm telling you right now. I can't read it. I couldn't tell you which direction to throw the ball. I couldn't tell you how to throw the ball. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know how to play football. Okay? Okay. But I'm telling you right now, I can run a team better than Bill O'Brien. And when Bill O'Brien traded DeAndre Hopkins, think about this. Hold on. DeAndre Hopkins <laughs> and a second, was it? No, and a fourth. For David Johnson in a second. Four. And yeah, they got a 2021 20, second or whatever. But I'm telling you right now, that was the probably the dumbest trade I've ever seen in my life. That's my favorite. That's my winner and my loser is that the Arizona Cardinals, I hate to say it, Corey, because I don't like, I don't, I like Corey, but I don't like saying when Corey's right. And Corey is right about the Arizona Cardinals.
0: Well, I would be careful because we're getting an awful lot of hype like we had around the Browns last year. I get it. <laughs> and we, we know on, how that hold went.
1: On, hold on, hold on. Don't compare the Cardinals to the Browns because the Cardinals have been to a Super Bowl in the last 10 years and the Browns haven't been relevant. The Cardinals like to pop up here, all right, all right. here that, and there and fair. be that's successful. Fair. So they're a good organization.
0: Sure. I, I this This trade – it was it was so baffling i i could not believe it i i mean what do you value more if you're a franchise long term wide receivers or running backs it's wide receivers so why would you trade arguably top three i think maybe the best overall wide receiver in the entire nfl did
2: you say deandre hopkins or jadevian clowney I'm confused.
0: <laughs> we're, get, we're getting to these other horrible acquisitions <laughs> oh, here. Oh, I, I, I think the answer
2: is because Bill O'Brien's a <laughs> and doesn't know how to run a football team.
0: That's got to be the answer. And I know they are skeptic about making him GM and uh, as well as head coach, but this has got to solidify it. I know, I know. There's been stories that have come out about DeAndre Hopkins, and you know he was going to hold out. He wanted 18 to 20 million a year. He was gonna become. He was gonna become a pain if he didn't get his money. Hey, here's your solution. He's the best in the league. Give him the money. Yeah. Pay him. Give him the money. Pay him. Yeah, give him the money. You have Deshaun you have you have the Sean Watson who you drafted to be your franchise QB. Look at what he's got around him now. You've got a horrible offensive line that continues to be horrible. You you've just traded for David Johnson who just got supplanted by Kenyon Drake.
2: Last hey, year, don't, a healthy whoa, David whoa, Johnson. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't disrespect Kenyon hey, Drake. I'm a
0: fan. I'm a fan of Kenyon okay. Drake. I love Kenyon okay. Drake. A great skill set. He could. I mean, he could do what David Johnson does. He can run. He can catch. I've been on the Kenyon Drake train for years. He is super talented. But when you've got a guy that gets traded for DeAndre Hopkins, shouldn't you expect him to be better than Kenyon Drake? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you've got Deshaun Watson, who's got to be crying right now. He lost Hopkins. So who's he at? Will Fuller on one side. Okay. Week three he's gonna tear his ACL again. You got Kiki QC over here. He's he's three downs from a hamstring tear. And then who else do you have? Darren Fells, thirty-eight year old, you know, how old however old he is at tight end who they just re-signed? I, I mean, I feel for the guy. David Johnson, he might have a hundred catches this year because he has to. Let me
2: ask you a question, Daniel. Do you think that Bill Belichick sent bill o'brien to the texans to sabotage them so that he had a better shot to win
0: since he's in the AFC, I, he had to have <laughs> that's the only reason bill belichick gotta be laughing about i'm not a shit. conspiracy I mean, guy but that's
2: a conspiracy that i'm willing to at least consider
0: i i can't believe it i wouldn't I think we were we were in the same room when this trade went down. I thought, "Ooh, okay, Houston just got just got David Johnson. This is great. Oh, I love this." And then it didn't come out on who was being traded for, and I thought, "No, these DeAndre Hopkins rumors that we were hearing earlier in the day—that that it just—it can't be true. I know they were in draft pick hell, is what we read, and they didn't have any draft picks, but it, it can't be." And then ten minutes later. DeAndre Hopkins was announced. I, I, I couldn't breathe for five minutes. I mean, for someone that's in draft pick hell, okay, true. to get a second round pick, yeah, out of DeAndre Hopkins, hey, Stephon Diggs was traded for a first, fifth, and sixth, and a fourth. I mean, I don't.
2: <laughs> Stephon Diggs was traded for a first, a fifth, a sixth, and a fourth. What's your favorite uh, trade?
1: My all right. First on my list was the Cardinals getting Hopkins. My second on the list was the Vikings trading <laughs> Diggs in a seventh for the Bills' first, fifth, sixth tw- in a uh, twenty twenty on fourth. I mean
2: it, that that feels like cheating because we did just say yeah, both of I, those. Well,
1: it's just I re- literally wrote it down. That's how my list fell. The reason I like that trade so much. Sorry, Corey, you're fine. We got. The Vikings got a haul for Diggs, who, I mean, he's good. Don't give me.
2: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Before you go on, I just want to say one more time that Bill O'Brien's a idiot. <laughs> go ahead.
1: I the, the Vikings got a haul for Diggs. Um, he's a good wide receiver. Don't get me wrong, but. I mean, that's the haul I would expect for DeAndre Hopkins. Um, the, I mean, you get a lot of draft capital. You can turn that fifth and sixth and that fourth and 21 to a higher draft pick. I think wide receivers are fairly replaceable at Diggs' level. I mean, it's a deep class. You can get, you know, possibly uh, Jerry Judy at that first round pick, somebody who can replace him pretty easily. I just I think the Vikings did really well there. Obviously Diggs wasn't happy with the Cousins re-signing. I just the Vikings killed it just like the Cardinals. Uh that's all I have to say about it.
0: Yeah, I I don't know that Jerry Judy will be there specifically, but you, yeah, good point. I mean, they could they could definitely fill a Stephon Diggs role um with the wide receiver depth in this class. Um it's just even more embarrassing that Arizona will be on the clock early first, and they're gonna be laughing and saying, "Isn't it great that we didn't have to give this up for
1: DeAndre
0: Fuck. Hopkins?"
1: The, <laughs> dude, Colin <laughs> Murray's an MVP candidate next year already. So he can just he can run it out of the pocket and just toss it over to Hopkins. And he, nine times out of ten, he's gonna grab the ball. I mean, I think it's over.
0: I mean, anytime you have a guy that has both skill sets of passing and rushing like he has, and he's not a bad passer. I, you know, I was skeptical about his passing coming in. I watched a couple Pro Day um, film uh, videos on him, and he, he actually, he can sling it. I mean, if someone's running 40 yards deep down the field, he's getting it there. I know everybody makes fun of his size, but he's got an arm. So uh, I think it's going to be fun Colin to watch.
1: Murray is like it. Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson had a baby. <laughs> he's got the he's got the legs <laughs> of little and it's not his preference, but he, the ball leaves his hand like Russell Wilson. It just looks different. He's got a, <laughs> he, he's got a hell has got arm on arm, and he's got that base he's got that baseball background like Mahomes does.
2: As good as an arm as Kyler Murray has on him. Corey, you have that good of a mouth on you. With your words, I mean.
0: <laughs> I th- Corey, you do share pretty now.
2: You, you've got a fantastic way of words, Corey. Here's what happened. Here's
1: what happened. Russell Wilson called up Lamar Jackson. Lam- oh <laughs> Lamar Jackson said, hey, we're wearing purple this week. And Russell Wilson said, I like purple. So he flew into Baltimore. And you you know what happens when that happens. Corey,
2: Corey, we got to go. We got to go.
1: They had a baby.
2: (laughs) You've been listening to Huddle
0: Up, a football podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up
2: on the latest from the NFL and stay up. in the huddle. The huddle Up. Team on three. One, two, three, three.